I'm reminded of a story uh, about a young Baptist minister who, having gained his fame and fortune in the North, was asked by his former pastor to come home and deliver a sermon. Well, now, he could hardly refuse. He decided to take his son along, teach him a little something about his history, his roots. Well, when he got there, he proceeded to give the finest sermon and he had ever given in his life. He had the congregation rolling from one emotion to another. <laughs> when he was finished, the old pastor runs up to him and says, John, John, that was a truly inspirational sermon. We wish we had something to give you, but as you know, our church is not doing too well. Well, now, John didn't want to embarrass the old man, so he just waved him off and said it was payment enough just being home. Now, as he's walking out the church, he sees a collection box. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a crisp new $10 bill, puts it in the box. Halfway across the parking lot, the old pastor comes running up to him, says, John, John, now we know you don't want us to give you anything, mm -hmm. but we just want to show you a small token <laughs> of our appreciation. <laughs> and with that, he hands him the crisp new $10 bill that John recognizes as the one that he put in the box. He's driving home, mm -hmm. turns, Looks at his son, smiles yeah. confidently, <laughs> proudly. Says, son, I hope this has taught you a lesson. Little boy looks up at him all innocent eyed and says, yes, it has. If you had given more, you, you would, would have, have got more. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you Baptist preachers, I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, we all got to give more, man. More than we thought we ever had to. Sometimes, even that's not enough. Party people. Welcome to Fresh to Death. I am half of your listening pleasure. I am Big Phil, a.k.a. Northside Itchy. And I am SP Fresh across all social media platforms. That's who I am. That's who I be. Yep. Forever and always. Forever and always. And this is the year of 2021. Yo. I told you I saw the meme, but uh, this is pretty much just 2020 with a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't really changing too much. Shit is looking crazy already. Isn't that for sure? Yeah. Man. It's all good though. It's hopefully things get better, man. Um, so what's the word? This is my first time seeing you in the physical this year, man. So what's the word, man? Man, uh, drop some Jews on me, brother. Ain't, ain't nothing really going on with me. I'm just, you know, trying to get situated. I recently moved, so fresh with that family. I'm trying to get my life together and cut through. <laughs> trying to get his life together. <laughs> man, it's tough, man. It's tough when you're dealing with all these damn boxes and everything, like all this. I guess the place. The place has more square footage, but for whatever reason, it feels smaller. I don't have the space that I had before. Like, I don't have as much uh, cabinet space, mm. um, closet space. You know what I mean? Things yeah. are different. So now I'm trying to be creative of where things can go. 
and I had to let a lot of stuff go. I've been just pretty much listing stuff on like offer up pretty much almost free. Come get it. Your little size, some, some for, huh? yeah, a little, some little change here and there. Maybe, you know, pay for lunch that day, but yeah. nothing too crazy. Cause I want the stuff out of my way. You just want it gone. Exactly. I'm yeah. like trying to get past stuff, squeezing past stuff, you know, it's, so it, you still have boxes just all over the place, basically. Well, not all over the place, but I, I have them in one particular place where I don't want the boxes, which is my bedroom. So nothing's worse than stumbling out of bed in the middle of the night. There's a damn box yeah, there. Damn and box, it's yeah. it's a different space. You know, it, it almost is that feeling to where you fell asleep somewhere and you woke up. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, damn, I fell asleep. I need to go home. Oh, no, this is your home, brother. You you yeah, live yeah, here now. For, yeah, I know. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That out of body experience yeah, almost like, like yeah. So I'm just getting adjusted, man. This is a part of the new territory. So 20, 2020 was good to me. Um, I know a lot of people had a lot of mishaps, things like that, but you know, 2021, I'm getting readjusted and you know, fruits of my labor and things are getting better and better. So well, that's good, man. Good news to hear. Yeah, good news yeah. to hear, man. Yeah, I didn't realize how much. Stuff I actually have. Um, I got this collector spirit. You got the same spirit, you know. And <laughs> I never, I never looked at myself as that until you actually pointed that out to me. And I'm like, yeah, I guess he's right. Mm-hmm. I do have a tendency to collect shit. Yeah, when you I, get into something, yeah, you know I what I mean. Until you pointed that out, like CDs, all your vinyl. When you get into it, you get all the way into it, and it's it's just us. It's it's the hobby of it all, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's something that you love. So, you know, you, you start to dig into it and you start to accumulate stuff. And the now I'm paying for that. Accumulation is the word, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you definitely feel it when you move. Yeah. I call these movers to come through, right? And this shit was the craziest experience. I damn near came up with a screenplay after this damn experience. You know how um, Key and Peele... Um, yeah. They, they did those horror movies or whatever. They did that one movie, yeah, Us. Key and Peele, yeah. I, I think that's the It's man. not Key and Peele. It's one of them. I think it's Key or or Peele. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know which one write the movies, but I know what you're talking about. Right. So he wrote that movie, Us, which was like a black horror film. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. These damn this damn moving company is like us right now. Like <laughs> Two white guys? That's what I was expecting. No, I didn't get that, though. I got like four brothers show up. Well, first it was three brothers. Yeah. And then a fourth one came out of nowhere. And then some little chick came up for a job interview in the middle of moving my stuff. I'm like, man, what the fuck is going on? So they on? told her to meet somebody called meet her at that location. So yeah, somebody gave which is my house. <laughs> Come here and meet with because there was like a supervisor there. And he wasn't really moving anything. He was just there for training purposes. Yeah. But this is an extra body in my house. That's nuts. And then I got these guys moving. And so to go paint the picture again, it wasn't the two white dudes or two German dudes or two Asian dudes. It was four niggas that looked like they came from the pen. Like everybody had tattoos on their faces. (laughs) So what you saying? I'm saying I should feel more comfortable about dealing with my own. You know what I mean? Like I should I hired these guys. I didn't know I was hiring these guys, but I hired these dudes. One looked like Mac 10. The other one looked like uh I mean dead on. Looked dead on little easy. I asked the nigga, I'm like, are you are 
Are you from the Wright family? He laughed. I'm like, oh, so you get that before. Like, either you from the Wright family or, you know what I'm saying, you hear this shit all the time. He just chuckled. He's like, nah, I'm not. You know, I don't have any relation. So are you telling me that when you first placed the order for the movers, uh -huh. you had more faith in the company because in your mind you thought they were going to send white workers? Oh, no, that wouldn't make me feel, well... Not, and then when the, and when these brothers showed up, your faith in them doing a great job actually kind of went down a bit? No, not at all. I was happy to see them, but at the same time, it's not the most friendly look. To whom? Well, it almost intimidated me. Like, I got four big niggas in my house right now, like. <laughs> but why should you get intimidated like that on some street shit when they're from the company? You know, they're, well, they're employees. Well, no, I mean, just on some man shit, you got four big niggas in your living room and you you got your wife and your daughters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold up, because this can go all the way wrong. <laughs> but this is still my house. Would you have thought that if it was two white guys? Mm, no, nah, not like that. Probably not like that. They, they wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have been no type of threat, in my opinion, at all. Unless they gave me a reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I peeped a little Blue Lives Matter tattoo on this nigga. Uh, so then that would probably raise some suspicion. But So I how come you, you had suspicion to the brothers, though? Well, if you got four brothers around you looking like they fresh off the level four yard, you know what I'm saying? You probably should feel a different way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a difference in the look. Like, if you look like you and I right now, you know what I'm saying? And I know the Fresh to Death family, y'all can't see us right now. Maybe, maybe not. You can't. But it's a different, it's different levels to this shit. Like, you got some some black men that look like, you know, some black men. You got some niggas that look like some real niggas. You don't think I look like a real nigga? <laughs> if you showed up, oh, this, this young brother, woo, 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 you all good. Now, let's go ahead and switch your look up a little bit. <laughs> Let's throw some tats on your forehead. <laughs> Make sure that there's actually no spots uncovered where I can't see. You know what I mean? Like, and then you show up in all black. Well, I mean, you're wearing all black now, pretty much. Pretty but, much, yeah. But I'm just saying. I got saying, on the too. You, you know the look. You know the look. The, the, you know the, the, the look. energy, huh? You, you can feel the energy. You know the look. You can feel the energy. But when we start working together, and I, that's the funny thing. I hired y'all, and I'm working with y'all. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have been, but that's just the way I felt comfortable. Like, I'm finna get down here with y'all. Like, let's get it going. Now, nah, I didn't pick up the heaviest shit. I left that to them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after getting in there, getting you, in the trenches with them, it's like... Did you feel obligated to kind of help out? No. Nah, no, nah, not at all. Not when I'm cutting the check. Not at all. But there, let me not, let me not say, though, it, there were certain parts where it's just like, you can kind of at least give them this little heads up. That piece is kind of heavy. It's a little heavier than what it looks. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to get this light box here, get this out the way for y'all. I didn't have to do any of that because I'm cutting the check. But at some points, yeah, I made life easy. I even... um. Did you call him easy? No. <laughs> I said I made life easy. <laughs> but there was that one dude, I told you, <laughs> that's what I thought that you. nigga looked like little E. <laughs> I'm like, that's little E right there. <laughs> And then another nigga showed up, and I'm just dropping the N-word left and right. Like, yo, yo, 2021. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, nigga. But then there's another brother. Um, he looked like uh rest in peace badass meets Wesley Snipes, like right in the middle. He can go either way. I'm like, I got the LBC crew up in here. I got Mac 10, I got Lil E, I got BA, 
And then I got this other dude who I pretty much can swear he's on drugs. I know he's on drugs. But... Were they all dark-skinned brothers? Nah, Mac-10 was light. Oh, okay. But, I mean, for the most part, they brothers. You know what I'm saying? And it's business. It's business at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? All my stuff was secure. They did a good job. I'm not going to shout out their company or nothing like that. Um, did you tip them? I did. Yeah. I did. That was the white thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean... <laughs> I overpaid like a motherfucker for that move too. Yeah, usually you do those movers, um, those junk removal places too. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I ordered one of those junk removal places to clean out the garage. Uh -huh. and some, some brothers showed up, and just exactly like you said, some some brothers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Some some some, some, street, some brothers or some some, or some street brothers. Some brothers or some some, some biggers. <laughs> I don't want to say because overall it was good. It was love. But I know what you're saying. I mean, I didn't have any thought in my mind. I just hired some movers, some junk removal people to come, you know, so. Right. And then here come Debo. Like, oh, I didn't know I was calling Debo to the crib. What's good, Debo? And then they, <laughs> they came and got an old couch that was in here. And I had the MP out. And I guess the dude know what that's something to make beats. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you make music too? <laughs> there we go, though. See? So if they have been Caucasians, right? Yeah. Caucasians make music too. Yeah. They, they, they work with equipment. Do you think they would have noticed your NPC and would they have commented on that, though? If you know gear, you would have. I guess the likelihood of the brother knowing even what that is. Because I don't think he knew specifically what it was, but he knew it was something to make beats on. That's for damn sure. And you knew it caught his attention. It caught his attention immediately. So how does that change the rest of the move? Because a similar thing happened with me. Like <laughs> When they break that fourth wall, it's like, now do I have to be on guard? Man, for one, I'm already kind of on edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this ain't what I expected. So now, but I'm going to let my guard on edge, though. I mean... You know, I answered the door like, okay, it's what it is. And I went out there and greeted them. What's up? You know, it's doing COVID time, so no handshakes. But I took that good energy out there to let them, you know. Don't drop my shit. <laughs> it's, it's ways to know, you know. Which I would have done that with anyone. I do that when. Oh, yeah. Don't fuck up my shit. Anyone. That's important. Don't yeah, drop my shit. Absolutely. Yeah. But so the badass kid, right? The BA slash Wesley. He was like, hey. You got a lot of shoes, huh? <laughs> he broke that fourth wall. He did. He broke it. So right there. <laughs> right right you there. See my face right there. <laughs> What's the first thought that went through your mind? You got a lot of shoes, huh? What did you first think? I was like, nope. <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted to say no. I, I told the nigga no. You know what I'm saying? Like, mind your business. So before the movie showed up, I pretty much had most things packed. I bought huge boxes where I can stack shoe boxes inside these boxes, right? You can't see in these boxes. But these boxes had handles and the handles were fucking crap. But anyway, through the handle, you can maybe see like a Nike logo or something like that, a Jordan logo yeah. or something like that. So if you're looking, you'll know what's in there. And then I had a lot of my kicks stacked up inside 
very black plastic contractors hefty bags. So these are thick black hefty bags and I tied those up real tight. So you can't see what's inside, but you can feel that there's boxes inside of bags. Yeah. And these are like loose boxes. So if you got that imagination, you already, you know, seen maybe a Nike logo through this. And then you start putting the connections together. And then I also got like some of the individual Nike boxes that they would ship your stuff to you. And they Nike's just so fucked up for putting logos on shit. So it'll be like a logo on some shit, but I, I put DVDs in that box. So all you thinking is this nigga think I got a gang of shoes. Well, I know this nigga know I got a gang of shoes at this point. When he asked me, hey, you got a gang of shoes, huh? <laughs> nigga, I know you know. And you know I know you know that I got a gang of fucking shoes. So I told the nigga, nope. What's the age range of the brother? Man, these brothers was anywhere between maybe 20, at the youngest, could have been maybe 24, about 23, 24, up into about 33, 34. So, you know, some we, young we, men. We still ordered it. I'm okay. Now, matter of fact, though, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We still, old. I was older than everybody there almost, except maybe the manager. But um, I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, don't worry about what's in my shit. Like, just pack your stuff for a reason. Do your job. Then go to work. And then after you said no, what did he say? He was like, you got a lot of Nike boxes. So outside of what I put inside these bags to conceal what was inside, I still use like some of the Nike boxes to pack my DVDs in and shit like that. So I'm like, nah, them, them just like boxes for my DVDs. Like those are all DVDs in there. He was like, I know, but shoes had to come in them. He said that? Yeah. I was like, you little smart fuck. Like, for real? He said that? Yeah. They told me like, oh no, but shoes had to come in them boxes and you got a gang of them boxes. I'm like, those are his exact words. I know shoes had to come, come in there. In and them got, boxes. And you got a gang of those boxes? Right. He was like, because I could tell your black bags are shoes. How did you answer that one? I was like, man, we all got shoes. You know what I mean? Like, I got, I got a wife. I got two kids. We all stay kicked up. But at that point, I got my strap in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I got to use it or nothing like that, but it's just like, you crossed the line, huh? You thought he was asking you too many questions. You, like, you sizing me up. You trying to come back later? Like, what's happening? I'm ready. You want to come back later? But it wasn't that. I think this brother just had, you know, maybe some type of ADD, ADHD, was real hyper, socially awkward, asking the wrong questions. It could have been a behavioral thing. But still, though, me being the nigga that I am, I'm on guard. At all times. Here's one thing that I noticed when I had those junk removal cats come. Since I was black, all professionalism was out the window with, with them. They didn't uh -huh. even try to pretend to put on like a proper speaking voice. They was just talking to niggas. <laughs> so I didn't mind. Yeah. But is that a good thing for us though? What if I would have mind though? Just because I'm black, you don't know me. Right. You deserve professionalism. I really but, didn't care. But I, I didn't is, care. Well, let me make that move first, though. Let me come at y'all, you know, on, on, a, relaxed, on yeah. a relaxed tip. You know what I'm saying? Some hood shit. Let me come at y'all first. And then you make your adjustment to my level. But if I'm addressing y'all, you know what I'm saying, in a professional manner, I'm I'm the, uh, you know, consumer or the client, then, yeah, it should remain on a professional level. 
You shouldn't come at me sideways. So you think they were wrong for that, huh? I thought about that for damn near two days after they left. Like, I forgot I forgot to bring it up because this, this has been a while ago. But I was like, it didn't bother me. It, I'm serious. It really didn't bother me. But I still was thinking like, but what if it would have? They didn't know that. Right. You know? No, as businesses, we should be more professional. We should always put our, our professional foot forward and lead with that. It's not okay to just all of a sudden become super relaxed. I got to say, I'm I'm a violator of that too. You know what I'm saying? When when I'm at work and I'm doing my thing and I get somebody that I know is, is similar to me, I might relax a little bit too. See, that's cool because you guys already know. I'm talking about these people are coming up in a professional manner, quote unquote. Don't know me from Adam. See, you would just drop everything. Oh, that's the brother. So I'm going to talk some street shit to him. They got lucky because I really didn't mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I thought about this shit for like two days. Like, I don't know if that's the right move, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, whatever you doing, whatever you do in business. Or maybe always. that's the vibe I just gave off. You know, maybe if I was some uptight type brother, maybe they, they could have read that and they would have adjusted accordingly. Right. Was you wearing the gang star sweater? I was not, but I just had on a t-shirt. I had on a hat. Was no, it the no, hieroglyphs? No, no logo t-shirt. No, so, no, no, no logo, just fresh no white. Like a, a, a champion hat. Champion hat. Champion hat. <laughs> okay. All right. No, because, I mean, that makes a difference. If you had answered the, the door in Dockers with a, with a polo shirt. That's what I'm saying. So That maybe, makes a difference. Maybe it all started with me. Maybe it's not them. Maybe if I... I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But is yeah. that so true? Because they don't know who I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, if you were Caucasian and you answered the door and just in T-shirts and yeah, and, like and how most that's the most likely scenario. So they would have still remained professional. Probably so. But since this is a brother with a champion uh, hat on. Oh, this is a brother like me. I can relax. So if I would have wanted anything other than that, I would have had to dress. You had to have been Carlton. <laughs> if you was Carlton, things would have been different. But ain't no Carltons over here. <laughs> Fresh to death, man. Fresh to death. So yeah. what else is going on, man? Um, you I went did down say that rabbit hole. I know, I know, I know, and that that was kind of a long rabbit hole. But I mean, there's so many different little uh, gopher holes in that rabbit hole too. So yeah, I, I was thinking of a horror film <laughs> out of that whole <laughs> like a straight script. Like, damn, what if these movers come through and take over the family, and you know, then there's a struggle, and you you thought the family was some suckers. The family like you know got taken advantage of, but you really don't know who this family is. This family was actually some killers. So yeah, it was just something I was playing with in my head. But um, I while had, they were there though, yeah, I was kind of like I was like, damn, this could go wrong. This could go that way. That could go this way. Like all these thoughts was in my head. So are you one of those people that um, it's a new year, so you just got a total whole new outlook on life type. Um, I would say no, but I'd be lying a little bit and I can't lie to myself. You know, the turn of, uh, of the year, 365 revolutions around the sun there, it does kind of make one reflect a little bit about where they've been and also what goals or dreams or where they're headed, where they want to go. 
I'm not the one for setting like New Year's resolutions. Yeah, neither am I. But I mean, in the back of my mind, I still do think about self-improvement. So would you say you start reflecting around the end of the year, like around December? No, nah, probably kicking off the year, like early oh, January. that's when you start to reflect? That's when I start to reflect and kind of think, like, what adjustments do I need to make? You know, where where can I go this year? Like, with the whole moving situation, I'm like, I got all these damn shoe boxes. I got to get out of that shit. I got to get rid of this stuff. Like, it has to go. I'm like, I know I got this collective spirit. I'm not going to change that. That's who I am. But I just got to stop collecting big bulky shit and go down to like small shit. So how many pair of shoes do you have? <laughs> you got to stop asking me that question, bro. <laughs> I'm going to get you one day. <laughs> For one, I don't count. I don't count. Golly. I don't count. But so I that's, know. That's telling me the answer right then and there. It, I, I didn't see. I, I, I could just say I've seen hundreds of pairs. I don't know what I have right now, but. I know that I've moved probably almost 100 pairs on my StockX, and I got more than 100 pairs right now. So what I need to do is every 100, I just need to have a bulk sale, sell off all of that. And I, I'm thinking about switching over into collecting watches or something like that. Like Look at that high class ass nigga. So are you a sneakerhead? No. Nah. What are you? I just like a few kicks. I like to have kicks. Sneakerhead is like, in my opinion, that's that's so subjective. Uh, like you gotta be something though. The reason why I say is because I used to be into shoes as well, and I still like a nice pair of shoes occasionally, but I ain't spending all crazy on them. You know, me neither. Me neither. At one point when I was younger, I would cop a lot of shoes, and even then, I classified myself as a sneakerhead. But then when I started met with you and we started building again and I learned about your shoe obsession. I think <laughs> I'm like, no, I just like shoes. You are the sneakerhead. No, nah, man. Because you care about specific kinds. I really wasn't like that. That term is just used loosely nowadays. Um, the way that I feel sneakerheads are like, they've probably been collecting for 10 plus years. Solid. I mean, seriously collecting. I haven't been seriously collecting. Like I have an accumulation of shoes <laughs> and I don't have like a starter end date or anything First of like all, that. how come you even have a lot of pair of shoes? Why? Why? Um, you only got two pairs of feet. <laughs> <laughs> I got two pairs of feet. <laughs> That, that's interesting. Let me, uh, I got into the sneaker thing. Um, for one, I like the dress. I like clothes. And what goes hand in hand with clothes, you got to have some kicks. Why not three pair of good shoes? Well, I used to be that way. I used to rock fresh, all white, all purpose K-Swiss. You can put them on with anything. The K-Swiss classics? The K-Swiss classics. Yeah, that was just fresh white. Shit. Fresh white shoes. Yeah. I, I would always have a pair of them. Yeah. I would have, um, you know, some some maybe black shell toe Adidas and uh, probably like some type of um, Pumas or something like that. There was a time period where I really didn't even buy a lot of Jordans. For one, they cost a lot. And I could get four or five pair of all the other shoes that I just mentioned for the price of one retro. Even back in 03 and 04, I went back to the Cortez's. Now they kind of hot. Now the motherfuckers is Now they expensive. Yes. Yeah. Back then, like 03 and 04, I was just copying them because I had them when I was a kid. 
They were just plain to me, and it was retro to me. They wasn't even considered like those classic retro shoes then. Right. Yeah, for me, I was just like, yo, I'm going to rock with, like, I could get like four or five of these joints. I could catch like a cool sale, get kicks down to like $25, $30, and I'm going to have, you know, fresh kicks all week where a dude just bought one pair of retros. But then I started accumulating way too many shoes because I'm a sucker for a sale. Like, when shit goes on sale, I feel like I'm winning. So it's like, give me all of them. I want all of those. And I'm going to take that too. You know Why? what I mean? So I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I don't know. It's just this, this disorder that it I have. It makes you feel good in the moment. It, it just made me feel like I'm winning. Like, yeah, it made winning me feel what? like, like, oh, I just got a hundred dollar pair of kicks for like 30 bucks. So give me three pairs. You know what I mean? I, I'm maximizing. That's the, I'm maximizing my dollar. But at the same time, it's like, you didn't need all that shit. Now you got a bunch of junk. And it's just like, you got to give those shoes away. You can't sell those shoes. There's no resale market for used, worn shell toes. There's no resale market for fresh, white, all-purpose K-Swiss. So I'm like, why am I dumping my money into something I can't get no money out of later? So I stopped buying all them kicks and I started buying more retros. And I was like, at least I can rock these. And when I get tired of them, I might not get all my money back, but I can get a large portion of my money back. So it was all motivated by money. So you don't have any regular shoes? Yeah, I got regular shoes too. Shit, I got I got Air Maxes. I got Cross Trainers. <laughs> those are regular? Yeah, those are regular. Those are regular like Air Raids, Cross Trainers, shit like that. That's regular shit. But for the most part, I'm like, I can get rid of these kicks and put money back in my pocket. And then after doing that, I'm like, oh, I'm collecting some of these pairs that I've never worn. And now I see the value of them going up. Shit, I dropped 200 and then that 200 turned into 500. That's kind of what got me into it. Like, all right, not only the nostalgia of it, you know, Jordan wore this when he went for whoop de whoop and did that. But on top of that, I can make some fucking money off of this shit. So resale also pulled me into it. So it was multiple reasons that got me into it. I didn't know that whole world existed, man. Man, it's little kids running around here with big bread. So... And now it's crazier than that because if you like a tech guy, you got like computer systems that have auto add to cart where they can pick up a hundred pairs of something that was supposed to be exclusive to where you was lucky to get one pair. They got like a hundred pairs and they selling all that shit, getting change off of each one. So, you know, it kind of that lifestyle kind of just, you know, consumed me. But now I'm breaking away from that. I'm into the smaller, finer things that appreciate over time. I want watches and I want paintings. That's all I want. I don't, I don't give a fuck about sneakers no more. That shit is over with. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Wow. It's time to it's time to just grow, man. It's and time so to do better. It was in the recent move that led you to think. Yeah, I got to downsize, man. I can't, I can't live like this. It's unfair to my, my family. It's, it's unfair. I got them sneakers. I got them sleeping on Jordan ones. <laughs> Literally, they're under the bed. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, are you saying like getting rid of what you have and not buying anymore? Period. I wish I could not buy anymore. Period. Because in my soul, there is a little addiction there. In my soul. So, so what do you? What are you saying, dude? So what I'm saying is, I won't be buying as much. <laughs> 
I'm still going to be fresh on feet, man. I can't. I'm fresh to death, player. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Just my wrist going to glow a little bit more. My wrist going to glow and the neck is going to show. <laughs> we talk about gold. So that's another thing, too. <laughs> we talk about gold. That's another thing, too. Like, I don't know, man. I might be, I might be spending my money more on jewelry. I know we had conversations in the past like, and eh, do we really need all this jewelry? Yes, we do now. I mean, I know, I mean, I'm not a jewelry guy, you know, but I do not hate, you know. I know you like your jewelry yourself. It holds value. Yeah. It holds value and it increases in I don't value. know. I, I mean, have you always been into it's I mean tangible. When we were a kid, that was the thing to do. So I have some gold nugget rings from the swap meet, Turkish ropes and shit. Clean. Like, you know. I wish you, 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 do you still have that stuff? Hell, nah. You wouldn't even know where it's at, huh? Nah, it's probably in the trash, man. That shit probably gone, gone. Damn. Hair and bones, I had all that shit. Yeah, you did have to fly hair and bones. I remember that. But, you know, I don't know what happened. When I got older, I just, I stopped wearing earrings. I stopped wearing a necklace eventually. I don't know. All that shit is important. The change that we were able to buy as kids. Yeah. We may have spent a hundred, hundred fifty dollars on it, two hundred bucks. About two hundred, but I remember the yeah, paying that kind that of shit. Was, that same two hundred dollar chain is going to run you two grand right now. So was that shit real when we was buying from the Swami? Yeah, yeah. The Swami sold real gold. They got it from the downtown jury district. It was real gold, brother. It was real gold. It was just you bought it from a swap meet. Yeah, man. I had this. This you could buy it from a swap meet. You could buy it from Daniels in the mall. You buy it from Daniels in the mall. You paid about four, five times the the value. They mark it up tremendously. Why do brothers like jewelry? Well, I can't speak for all brothers, but why I like jewelry? Shit, it looks good on your on your person. And then number two, it's world currency. I can be in another country, and if I, something happens and I run out of paper money. I could trade that gold in and still live. How high on the list is that reason, though? You immediately went from it looks good on you to you can trade it for currency. But doesn't it make you feel good? Like you shining? It depends. Don't people have, I mean, you know, when you see the rappers with the big jury on. Yes, that's ego. a statement. It's ego. It's ego. It is a statement. It's, it's a motherfucking statement. I'm, I'm more successful than you are. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's damn sure a statement, but that statement is false because just like Instagram, you can paint any picture you want. Like it could be a complete fucking lie, especially with fools gold nowadays. So when you rock your nice watches, what are you saying? I'm not gonna really be rocking the watches. I'm just gonna be owning the watches. The watches are me transferring the big clutter, bulky shit down into something very small with a lot of value that will still increase in value over time. And that will be locked away in my little safe. All right, then. Well, <laughs> the rare times that you may wear it. Yeah. Why? What's going to be your reasoning? Uh, Probably for attention. <laughs> More than likely. I mean, come on, man. Why would... If you don't want the attention, you can rock a guest watch. You can watch a fucking... You can rock a citizens. You can put on... If you don't want the attention, wear a fucking Apple Watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna, but be... I see those Apple Watches in all kind of social settings now. Right? Apple smart. Apple's very smart. Them motherfuckers. Is... Don't don't you have one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but they made those to where you know the average Joe Smoke can wear an Apple product. Aren't those the fly things to wear now? 
I don't think so. I, I think everybody think so. wearing them though. Yeah, because I mean, it's just it's it's just where the world is going. It's tied in with technology. It works with your smartphone. It tracks your heart rate and all kind of other shit. So there's a lot of uses for it. I don't have one. I don't know why. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. All the cool kids rocking one. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you like the Apple Watch? I got you a got phone. A, you got an iPhone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got a phone. Why do I need a watch? Your phone doesn't track your heart rate. I mean, huh? That's <laughs> about the only. That's the only difference, really. To be honest, it really is no other. I difference. mean, so when you have your phone in your pocket and your Apple Watch on your <laughs> on your arm, you got like two phones. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you use? I still use my traditional phone. So why are you wear a watch? Again, heart rate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because you're making some kind of statement. How much are those watches? Aren't those like four or five hundred dollars? Yeah, something like that. Uh, they might be cheaper now. I don't. I really don't know because yeah, I they ain't the, cheaper now. I, I got to make shit cheap. That's true. <laughs> they just find a way to keep getting more money out your ass. They they will give you the series one, two, three, four, and just keep it going. Should I buy one? If you've been getting along this far without one, why you need one? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Those don't appreciate. You shouldn't. It's technology that gets old. So you can't just pick up an Apple Watch from 10 years ago, slap a battery in it, and it's just good to go. All of a sudden, Apple will probably stop supporting whatever technology, whatever they use for that particular series. They'll stop supporting that. I don't know why I don't care about all that stuff, though. Jewelry and watches and shit. I got a $200 G-Shock watch, a motherfucking Casio. There you go. $200 G-Shock, though? That's a badass G-Shock. That ain't no run-in-the-mill, right? It's just a Casio, though. Yeah. I got an old-ass calculator Casio watch from the fourth grade. <laughs> Casios make good shit. <laughs> I still got one of the old classic ones. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, it just depends on what you're getting it for, what you're doing it for, what's the purpose, you know? If you're getting a watch because you need to tell the time, Casio works well. Citizens works well. Whatever works well. <laughs> My reasoning, I just want shit that goes up that don't take up a gang of space. I'm getting away from buying all of the trinkets and junk that's going to be worthless. Trinkets, yeah. Worthless after two, three years. You know what I mean? Like, I give away so much stuff. And God loves a cheerful giver. You know, I, I got a giving spirit. I love to give. But at the same time, that's stuff that I had to work really hard to get. Mm -hmm. And I paid top dollar for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I turn around and I give it away. Like, so where, where did that money go? It it's like to the corporations. And, and that's my life that I'm giving away. Like it took me, you know, several hours to attain, you know, all of this Ralph Lauren. And then I gave all that shit away. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave away some Ralph Lauren too. Yeah. Just, just After a while, somewhere. it's like, eh, I, I, I'm not using this. It's just, you know, causing clutter. That's, that's exactly why I gave it away. And it feels good when I give away stuff because it clears my head. Like, it's an unseen stress when you got all this stuff around you. I feel like I'm boxed in or closed in. It's just like, I got to get rid of some of this stuff. It's, it's taking over. So that's all, you know, it's just time to clear your mind. That's what's up, man. I wonder what's in store for 2021, man. We're still in this pandemic. Come yeah. March, it would have been a full-fledged year. 
Isn't that something? Yeah, we're not far from it. Do you still feel like we got this pandemic going on? Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely still feel that way. I had a conversation with my mother uh, earlier today, and she let me know that her next door neighbor died from COVID. Her next door neighbor. That's how close this shit has gotten. They came up with the vaccine so fast. Right. Out of nowhere, this unknown disease. And it usually takes, what, three years, two to three years to come up with a vaccine. We got that vaccine within, what, six months, seven months. And it's already made it out to the people within eight months, nine months. I don't trust it, but we're going to see what happens. Why are you afraid to take the vaccine? Are you think they're going to put something in it to control your black ass? <laughs> they could control my black ass with or without a goddamn vaccination. They're already doing a damn they're good bang up job. Right now. <laughs> they're doing a bang up job of that shit. But um, I'm more so avoiding that shit because it's just too weird. It's too weird and spooky. Like this came out of out of nowhere. Why though? Well, you think they're injecting some shit in you to take you out to get rid of a huge percentage of the population? It could be the setup, the the beginning of that, to see how people. They it's probably all an experiment. We want to see how many people would just show up and actually take this off of our words, saying that it's going to make you better. We also want to go ahead and maybe see how many people would still take it, and we tell you it's not going to make a difference in your life. You still have to mask up and and social distance and everything else, but you're still going to come take it. It's probably a whole just a whole you know, bunch of research. It's probably nothing there in that vaccine altogether. It's a placebo. I don't know. I don't have my conspiratory hat on today, so. Man, this whole shit uh, has me on a conspiracy theory set up. Like, I don't know, man. You still not fighting the universe? Well, what was, what's going on with you? <laughs> what? Is this part of the universe? You just like, fuck it, let it be, huh? Whatever the universe wants. So how did it feel like with this old school, fresh to death, two man duo? Without it was the third good, party? man. I was looking forward to it. You know, just to, we haven't done a mano a mano in a while. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking forward to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like the flexibility that we have. You know, we could have that little chair or whatever, but then also whatever we do, you know, we can always just knock it down, lock it down, and knock it out. You know what? This has been a great episode. We uh we has thank it? y'all. We thank y'all. <laughs> For me, it has. You know what nah, I mean? It was good. I got a lot of personal shit off my chest, you know, and my clutter. So this is clearing up my head, and I'm hoping that it clears somebody else's situation up in their head. Maybe they hadn't even realized all the stuff they accumulated, mm-hmm. and maybe they can help themselves, uh, you know, detach from a lot of material shit. So um, hopefully... We did our jobs. We always come to um, educate, entertain, or inspire. Hopefully we did uh, one of those for y'all, at least. At least. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully. If not, I hope you were just glad to rock with us one more time and um, look forward to rocking with y'all again in the near future. Well, I would like to say... We're shaking. Good to see you. Thank you, brother. Good to talk to you. Thank you, brother. Many blessings, absolutely. Yes. recording in the flesh. That's dope. We got Atlanta, Georgia out there showing us love. What's up, Atlanta? The we got a. Columbus, Ohio showing us love. Uh-huh. San Francisco showing us love. That's what's up. France is showing us love. The wee wee. 
Colombia is showing us love. <laughs> I want to show them some love back. I, I want to get some more personal love from Colombia. I need to go there and get a cup of coffee. Cocoa beans. Coffee. Yeah. Just some good. I bet they got some bomb ass coffee in Colombia. Like, I know we can get Colombian beans here. You know, we can do that, whatever. But I'm just talking about in the hills where they probably had them houses where they was cooking up all kinds of stuff. You're talking about beans while I'm giving shots out. They probably had, I mean, shit, a Colombian Starbucks. Like, it's not really Starbucks. It's just a coffee house. You're probably getting the purest coffee. Oh, my straight God. Straight from Colombia. Yeah, oh I'm not a coffee drinker, and I would love to taste some of that coffee. Man. It's just probably fire. Yeah. Hey, so whoever's in Colombia, down with Fresh to Death. We down with y'all. Um, and if you got it like that, send voice. Just make sure we protect it. It's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm down for the travel. <laughs> Stop. Peace. All right. Peace and blessings, man. We love y'all. I'm going to say it for SP. He won't say it no more. So peace and blessings, man. Peace. Fresh to Death family. We out. Mm -hmm. This is Fresh to Death Media Production. Recorded in Long Beach, California. North Side, 90805.